This is the Warminster Town Football Club Supporter Podcast. This is the podcast by supporters for supporters. We bring you match reports, interviews and much more. We travel both home and away to bring you the excitement of non-league football to wherever you are. Coming up in this week's episode of the Warminster Town Football Club Supporter Podcast, we're going to do our usual match review, league reports, but we're also pleased that we have a special guest of the week. So don't go away, find out who that is, coming up soon. So it's back to that uh, time of the week, podcast time, when we review our previous matches and we have Jamie on the line. A Good evening, Jamie. Good evening. So we've had an interesting couple of days of football. We didn't have any football on Saturday when Lebec was supposed to come along to Weymouth Street. Uh, but sadly, they had some COVID issues, so they couldn't make it. But it did leave us with Sunday and Monday. So perhaps you'd like to review what happened on Sunday, first of all. Yeah, it was supposed to be a busy week of fo- a weekend of football. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, as you say, Lebec, uh, unfortunately, were, were not able to... Uh, to uh, to come to us in the end due to matters out of their control uh but we've still got two days in a row of football which was very nice uh so yeah we we had uh, a girls game a home a ladies game should i say on home at home uh, on sunday afternoon uh hosting uh bottom of the league uh calm um which uh the girls ran out 14 nil winners uh which is not something you see uh every day in the world of football but uh there it is um <clears throat> Managed to keep their first clean sheet of the season as well, which is brilliant. Uh, they're also still unbeaten uh, as it is at the moment, with five games played, four wins, and and one draw. So uh, we're kind of level pegging with Chippenham at the moment. Chippenham uh, ladies, who are currently top with uh, an extra game played. Um, yeah, very very good win for uh, the girls. You know, it's obviously really boosting up the uh, the goal difference. And uh, and yeah, it it was a really good game. I mean. Obviously, Warminster dominated. You know, <laughs> the scoreline says it all, really. But um, you know, you got to give credit to Calm. They didn't, you know, hang their heads or give up. So you know, you got to give credit to them where it's due. That's right. I mean, they they did they they gave it their best. Obviously, their best wasn't good enough. But to be nine nil down at half time, then still come out and try and play your football. In fact, they probably played a little bit better from the towards the end of the first half and through to the second, but they didn't spend much time in Warminster's half due to the dominance of Warminster ladies, which <laughs> is, you know, no, is great. So I know they'll be tougher teams to face and they have faced tougher teams, but uh, it's, it's looking fairly yes. good for the ladies in the league. It is, it is. So Monday night, an unusual evening for football for Western League, but we had a Monday night game. We travelled down to Wells City. So just run us through what happened down there. Yeah, it's just a very unusual uh, evening for a, a football game on a Monday night. But uh, that said, there was a good crowd there. Uh, I don't know the exact attendance figures. I uh, haven't found that out. But um, <clears throat> I imagine it was probably over well over 100, I would have thought. Um, so, yeah, nice big crowd there watching. Uh, Wells have been kind of one of the teams to beat in the last couple of seasons. Well, certainly last, as of last season, because um, I believe they got a few players from uh, higher up teams last season. Um, <clears throat> and I can't remember what the score was when we last went there. 3-2. I think we lost 3-2 last season when we travelled there. Um, so, 
you know, we were looking for a turnaround and uh, and we did it. Um, Wells have had a kind of mixed mixed start to the season. Uh, they've played eight games. They've won four. They've drawn one and they've lost three. So, uh, you know, they've had a, a bit of bit of uh, both sides of the uh, the results. Um, and, you know, it was fairly even game, I suppose, in the first sort of 20, 30 minutes. Um, Wells were looking probably a bit more dominant, perhaps not surprising than be playing at home. Um, but once Warminster got a goal and a very good, uh, very good goal it was. Um, <clears throat> Martin Johnson again, uh, at the uh, tapping in inside the box. Um, Wells kind of kind of fell apart a little bit. I I thought they uh, they kind of uh, maybe lost a bit of their composure. Um, and then this Warminster then got their second, and that was probably one of the best goals of the game. A fantastic ping across the the pitch from uh, Martin Johnson for uh, Joel Sisson to hit an absolute bullet of a header yeah and uh the keeper just far too hot to handle and he couldn't keep it out so um <clears throat> yeah that put us 2-0 up then Wells got one back um rather like last season they were looking a bit dangerous from set pieces um but fortunately we managed to deal with them uh and then we we rounded it out in the uh the second half where we we, we were you know all over them in the second half um <clears throat> And uh, yeah, Francois Allen, again, getting on the score sheet. Uh, again, Joel Sisson involved, an excellent through ball. And uh, Francois Allen ran in behind, took it first time, passed the keeper into the bottom corner. Uh, another beautifully worked goal. Uh, and it ended 3-1. So a, a good game from Warmers, a very, very good game. Yeah, and there could have probably been a couple of others as well, which uh, didn't come to be. But I know Harry Barnes had three strikes at one and it eventually came off the post, didn't it? <laughs> Um, it did, yes. It was, yeah. And uh, then mysteriously, one just never went in. I don't know that went across the goal and never went in, but uh, it could have been easy. Yeah, I don't know quite what happened there. I haven't actually watched that one back yet. But... Yes, yeah, still can't make it out. I've been looking at it, but it's, it is, um, it, was, it was a good game of football. It was a good test. Um, Wells are a strong side. And I think they just went mm. a little bit out of shape because they brought three subs on in trying to get that one goal deficit back and they just chucked everybody on yes. and that just knocked their shape out a little bit and it got a little bit easier for Warminster mm. towards towards the end of the match. Um, plus they lost a player through injury, so they were down to 10 the last, what, seven or eight minutes, maybe a bit longer. So um, mm. it was it was more comfortable at the end than it would otherwise perhaps would have been. But uh, a great game of football to watch. And uh, one which was a good test for Warminster, really, um, because we'll talk about it later. We've got a bit of a tougher test coming up at the weekend. So thanks for that review, mm -hmm. Jamie. We'll be back with you shortly, but after our guest of the week, and we'll take a look at the league tables and the matches that are coming up. Coming up next, it's our guest of the week. Well, we're delighted that our guest of the week is Lewis Graham. So welcome to the podcast, Lewis. Hi, Roland. Thank you for having me. Oh, a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. So really, Lewis, we'd just like to t for you to tell us a little bit about uh, how you came to be playing for Warminster Town. And then we've got a few other things we can talk about after that as well. So just give us a, a little brief life history of playing football. Um, so obviously, I used to live down near sort of Portsmouth Way. Um, when I was younger, sort of seven, eight years old, maybe even younger than that, to be fair, I was playing for the Bournemouth Academy um, for a little bit. And then we moved here when I was quite 
young, probably around 18 years ago now, moved to Warminster. And then since then, really, I've just played local football. I've just played for uh, the Hybrid Youth um, setup um, from whatever it was, under eights, under nines, right the way through um, to eventually playing sort of under 18s. But we didn't really have a Warminster Town under 18s back then. So it was Warminster United. Um, and then played, I played county level, Wiltshire County under 18s when I was 17, 18. And um, yeah, before sort of being Tommy O'Brien was the manager um, of the town when I first got my call up, if you like. I um, played a few games for the reserves when I was 16, um, made my debut for the first team when I was 16. So yeah, it's been 10 years strong now at um, Warminster Town. So, yeah, it's going well. Um, but, yeah, that's how I got there, really. Ah, good. When I, when I first started coming to Warminster a few years ago, you were always on the on the left wing. And uh, since then, you've been moved into defence, which I yeah, think so, really suits you. How, how do you feel about that? Um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, really, because I always used to play sort of... I mean, I've played, every, I've played every position. I've always been, like, a little bit of a utility, but... Um, so ever since I was younger, I was always playing up front. I was playing on the wing, you know, attacking, scoring, scoring goals. I think even uh, when I was 19, I think I finished top goal scorer for the first team. And then I've never played up front since. So I am. Um, so I'm not sure what's happened. But yeah, eventually I've um, ended up sort of playing right back and now obviously centre back. But um I think, yeah, I think as any of the lads will tell you, I'm quite an attacking centre-back, as you've probably seen with the way I play. I like to get forward um, and attack where I can, create, try and score. Um, I think the modern-day centre-back, I think you could say. But, um, yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a difference to playing up front. But, um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, that's good. Well, there's a lesson to any would-be striker. Become top goal scorer and finish up as a defender. <laughs> Maybe a, maybe a little bit of a weird um, transition to go to, but um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, well, I, I think you do very well in that position. And saying the fact you can actually come forward as well and have that goal-scoring ability can really sort of strike fear into other teams because when you come forward, they'll start to know that, hang on a minute, we've got somebody who can score goals here as well to defend against and it can, you know, maybe make space for other players as well. So it's all good stuff. Yeah, that's it. I think it's um, yeah, it gives another sort of dimension to the attack as well, doesn't it? And then most most people sort of know when I'm gonna about to go on a run. I think normally like you've got Ski or Churty who will sit in and sit in and play centre back while I go on a uh, little run forward. So um, there's always cover there. So so yeah, it's good. It's good to have the teammates that know know what I'm about. I suppose that's it. it all, all gels together nicely, doesn't it? So. Thinking about the team, we're doing we're doing well this season. A great start. Um, how do you see the team moving forward? Uh, the team we've got now. Um, really good start. Obviously, what are we in seven games now? Five wins, one draw, one defeat. Um, yeah, I think we've got a nice mix of players. We've got a few of the older heads, more experienced lads like myself, um, Jeffers, Jordan, a few other lads that you know have played. Western League football now for a good few years they know what it's about so we've got those type of guys and then we you know we've got the young players you know like um, Joel who's come in and he's been superb um, 
Seth um, and a few other younger lads that, you know, they've got real quality. So, um, so yeah, I think um, as long as we can keep our feet on the ground, just take it one game at a time, then um, who knows? Hopefully we can, um, we can push on and finish um, as high up as we can. Yeah, well, say, say it's looking good. So uh, keep this going. A season's a long time, isn't it? We know that. There's a lot of games to come and anything can happen. But uh, it's it's nice to get a good start. If you have a bad start, it's it's uphill all the way. So that's good. Yeah, that's it. Um, obviously, you know, it breeds confidence, I think. When you, when you can string a few wins together like we have done and have a start like we have done, obviously the win yesterday against Wells, you know, against a side like that, away from home Monday night. Um, it, it gives gives players confidence. So so there's um, no reason why we can't get into the game against Welton. Um, again, I think they're sitting top of the table undefeated and give them a good game and hopefully we can get another three points. Yeah, yeah, it's all to play for. It's brilliant. Now, of course, recently you've now got a new role as well. So talk about having many strings to your bow, but you're, you're now working... Um, alongside the ladies team and helping them out so perhaps you'd like to tell us about your role there at the ladies team yeah so um I've always wanted to get into football coaching I think it's something that you've I've always thought about um hopefully I've got a few more years left playing yet um before I am um, give it up playing but um yeah I wanted to get into coaching and um obviously work with Tim like um his son's a good friend of mine um so I know him quite well and obviously the opportunity for the role came up. Um, you know, it was quite a hard job for Tim to just do it all on his own. Um, so I, I just sort of just volunteered, really. I said, yeah, if you want me to help out, um, I can use sort of my um, knowledge with sort of fitness and all that sort of things, health and fitness-wise, to help with the fitness side of things. And also, like, my knowledge of football. Like, I'm quite passionate about football. Um, I'd like to say I'm fairly knowledgeable. Um, to sort of help help him where he needs it. So um, yeah, so a lot of I do a lot of the coaching drills um, at training and obviously the warm ups and things like that. Um, and then Tim sort of um, he does more of the management stuff and all the admin bits that I probably wouldn't enjoy doing to be fair. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's been good. It's been it's been different. Um, it's my first sort of coaching role um, within football, so. But it's been a good start so far. So, yeah, yeah, it's enjoyable. Well, those warmest of ladies certainly know how to score goals. I'll give them that. Yeah, I think maybe maybe I'm um, rubbing off a little bit my um, attacking <laughs> experience, maybe. But no, yeah, we've, we've had, um, I think we've scored over 30 goals in about six games, I think. So, yeah, we've yeah, we got some really good players and um, they certainly know where the back of the net is. Well, so, well, it was 14 on Sunday, so that was a pretty yeah. good <laughs> Yeah, not too very, bad on Sunday, not too I was, bad. I was commentating on the game on my little YouTube channel there, and I was having a job to remember how many was it now? You, know, <laughs> you start to lose track after a while. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to keep up after after the first half. I think I was starting to lose count after sort of half an hour in. But, um, yeah, really good, really good performance. Yeah, and a clean sheet as well, which is... And a clean sheet, yeah. So, obviously, as a defender, you know, um, me and Tim both said at half-time, it's all well and good being 9-0 up or whatever it was at half-time. But if we can see the goal, then it doesn't look as good. So, you know, the clean sheet was the main thing for the girls to get, and they got that. So, happy days. Brilliant. Excellent. Do you see yourself perhaps going for your coaching badges at some time for the future and doing it more professionally? Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'd love to um, uh, do that. Um, I think with the help of the club as well, I'm sure they'll be. Um, I'm sure they'll help me out with all of that. So, um, so yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, once I once I stop finish, um, once I finish playing, sorry, you know, um, I'd love to still be involved in football because I uh, honestly. It's be honest a Saturday without football is is pretty boring to me so yeah so hopefully I can continue in some some form whether it's playing or whether it's coaching anything will do really yeah I think you've got a fair few more years to go yet before you can hang your boots up officially anyway I'd like to think so I'd like to think so good excellent okay then Lou so that's good well thanks very much for your time in in joining us and letting uh, the listeners know a bit more about you and Obviously, they uh, we encourage them to come along and watch not just the men's football, but to come and watch the ladies' football as well. Because one thing is certain, I think in in the ladies' football I've seen, there's there's always goals, you know, on both sides. Generally speaking, I know it's a bit more one sided on the, on the last game we played, but uh, you know, that's it's certainly entertaining to say the least to watch it. So um, thank you for that. So yeah, yeah it definitely is. Um, yeah, if you do have. Yeah, if you um, yeah, if you do get a chance on a Sunday, um, then um, come on down and watch the girls. Um, obviously, bars open and it's free, and you get to see goals. So yeah, definitely come on down. It's um, worthwhile for sure. Brilliant. Well, Lewis, thanks very much indeed, and uh, hopefully we'll perhaps uh, hear more from you again. Perhaps you might step in for Tim from time to time and, and give us what's going on at Warminster Town, ladies, on the official side as well. That'd be good. Absolutely, anytime. Thank you. Once again, my thanks to Lewis Graham there for telling us a little bit about himself and what he's currently doing at Warminster Town Ladies Football Club. But now it's time to get back to the league reviews with Jamie House. So we're back with Jamie and we're going to take a look. At, first, let's take a look at the league tables if we can, Jamie, then we'll mention the future games. OK, well, we've got Welton Rovers that are currently leading the uh leading the, uh, the the league. They have played eight. They've won six, drawn two and lost none so far. They're one of only uh, three teams, I believe, in the league that have actually uh, still got no defeats on the, uh, on the board. So that's uh, quite the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, quite the, uh, quite the statistic there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashton and Backwell are currently in second. They've also played eight. They've uh, won six, drawn one and lost one. Carlton Town are third, having played six and won all six. Uh, we are fourth, currently having played seven, won five, drawn one, lost one. And Wing Canton, amazingly, round out the top five uh, after having a very poor start to the season. Um, although they have played 10 games um, and they've won five, uh, drawn one and lost four. So, uh, yeah, it's quite nice to see Wing Canton back up there after uh, their rather shaky start to the season. But as I say, they have played a lot more games. Well, they have played the most games in the league, actually. Um, and then at the bottom we have Devices Town. They have uh, they've played seven games. They've lost six, drawn one. Uh, then Longwell Green Sports are nineteenth. Bishops Lydia at eighteenth. Uh, Old and Abertonians are seventeenth. And Sherborne Town in sixteenth. They round out the uh, the bottom five. So uh, <clears throat> pretty much it's pretty much as you were at the bottom of the league. And uh, the, the top of the league keeps switching around. Whereas you know teams have played. All sorts of different games. I mean, <laughs> the games played on the on the list right now is is crazy. There's teams that have played seven, eight, nine, six, ten. It's, it's a bit it's all over. The place it's getting still. closer. They are beginning to come back a little bit. We had some that only played one or two for a while. Yes, it is getting there. Now, interestingly, 
the next couple of matches we've got coming up, we've got top and bottom as it stands now. Welton Rovers on Saturday and Devizes Town mm-hmm. the following Saturday. Now, what do yeah, we think? that's going to be an interesting one. <clears throat> well, Welton Rovers, they're top of the league, you know, so that's going to be a tough game and it's at their place as well. Um, so that's going to be a tough game, but it's a game we can win. Uh, you know, we know we've got the team to beat any team in the league. And, you know, as proved last season, we've got the team to beat to to be, you know, teams in the, in the league above. So, um, you know, it's going to be a tough game, but it's definitely one we can win. So and if we do win, I believe oh, we won't go top, but we will be, you know, certainly punching up there with uh, with the best of them. So um <clears throat> And it'll make a um, dent, on, dent be... on Welton very importantly as well. So that would oh, it certainly will. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That would be important. Yeah. And then devices. Well, their form isn't great at the moment. Um, is it at home or away? I can't remember. At, we're at home. Yeah. We're at home. Okay. So yeah, it, you know, it should be one we're winning. Let's be honest. Um, but you know, you never know. You never know. I, you know, they're they're probably still going to give us a good game, and you can't rest on your laurels. You know, you have to go in with a positive attitude and say, "Got to win," because you know they can always they can always fight back. So uh, yeah. Well, that's it. You, you say it's the, it's the old banana skin, isn't it? If you go into that thinking, "Oh, we're going to score loads of goals here against this team," be wary because it's not that long ago when Canton hadn't won any, <laughs> and, and now they're where they are. You know well, exactly. It's, yeah, it, it can suddenly change around in this league quite quickly. It's. Um, not like your Premier Leagues and, you know, big <laughs> clubs in other leagues. Um, this can suddenly change. A few players can suddenly come in and all kinds of things can suddenly happen. So uh, mm. just be wary on that one. Uh, we ought to talk about the ladies as well, because they have a game on Sunday. Mm. So uh, tell us about they that They do. One. Yes, they are. They are away. They are away at Melksham Town ladies who have had a fairly good start to the season themselves. I believe they won their opening game, something like 12 nil or something. Um, and then they lost to Salisbury, I believe, in their second game. And then they've beaten uh, beaten quite a few teams uh, by r- pretty big score lines. They beat Ashton Keane's youth 8-3 uh, this weekend. Um, and they beat Bath City youth women are 13-2. Uh, a couple of weeks ago so uh they can they can certainly score goals but it looks like they can ship them too mm. so uh it's going to be a tough game because it is at their place but i reckon we can win i reckon they i reckon we can win well good well we'll hope to bring that to everybody on our youtube channel as well so we will be live for both welton rovers and melksham ladies so a weekend of football on youtube anybody would like to to watch please do so um, and so it's great really to have two teams in the centre. We mustn't forget the reserves as well, of course, forget to mention them from time to time. But mm-hmm. of course, you know, having warmest to town ladies now is is quite a kudos really for the club, isn't it? It's good. It's good publicity as well as having that um, ability to attract more women to football locally. So uh, long may that continue, I say. Certainly is. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, Jamie, once again, thank you very much for joining us on the League Roundup and reviewing the tables for us. I'll see you on Saturday and let's see how Warmester Town get on. And of course, also on Sunday at Melksham Town, ladies. Thanks very much. Well, there goes the final whistle and that brings this week's podcast to an end. 
We've hoped you enjoyed the Warmester Town Football Club supportive podcast. So before you go, if you haven't done so already, please do subscribe using your favourite platform. Thanks for listening.